0: What's up, everybody? Hope you all having a great day out there. Great day indeed. It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm uh energy drinked up and here to chat. I'm actually gonna start doing live podcasts, I think, on YouTube as well. I mean, I already do these live pretty much. Uh, aside from a couple times where I blunder and have to re-record stuff or somebody interrupts me, etc. But again, hope you all having a wonderful day. I was just actually reading uh A book by Dale Carnegie called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a book that most people have heard of. And, you know, it's one of those, like, anybody who's famous or rich or entrepreneur, entrepreneur, however you pronounce that freaking word, whatever, don't judge me. Uh, A lot of these people recommend this book to people. The caffeine's got me. A lot of people recommend this book, and I had some credit on my Audible, and I was like, man, I'm going to go get this book so i've been powering through it and honestly i cannot uh, stop listening to it like i actually get excited about it and uh this is the one i've been reading after i read the think and grow rich book but um this is game changing and i think honest to god <laughs> this is something that should be taught in school and the reason why is because i'm on the i'm on the chapter that's about how to uh how to avoid arguments or like arguments, being being argumentative. And if you look in the world today, this single chapter would change the entire world because like, especially with social media, there is absolutely nothing but arguments. And what I learned a while back, so I used to get into heated debates with people online every single day I spent time, you know, I'm a keyboard cowboy, you know what I'm saying? And even though you may be right, you're still not going to change somebody's mind on the internet. It doesn't matter how many facts you throw down. It doesn't matter how much you feel like you destroy that person. You're not going to change someone's mind on the internet. You're just not like I've scoured through. Sometimes I spent, uh, you know, hours just reading people's comments to see, you know, what, what people think. And the fact is no one ever changes anybody's mind on Facebook. You don't get anybody that's like, oh man, you know what, you're right. I'm going to change my viewpoint on this. Absolutely not. What the arguments eventually you know, devolve into is name calling and ignorance. Every single time, without, without doubt. And the fact is, like most of the time people are having these arguments online, it is to do with a person's worldview and the whole worldview idea is being exploited worldwide by the people who want us at each other's throats what you need to do just like i do if you feel like you need to write a comment or argue with somebody write it out then delete it write it out then delete it because you're not going to solve anything you can voice your opinion all day long But trying to tell somebody that they're wrong for their opinion is just going to end in an argument that doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like, the major subjects right now, like, that everybody's arguing about that affects people's worldview um, is LGBTQ, you know, subjects. There's political subjects that are affecting people's worldview. And the fact is, together, we all need to just come together and understand each other. That's it. What we are seeking worldwide is a sense of importance, a sense of love, and a sense of understanding. I can, you know, I have trans friends. I have friends that are gay. I have friends that are bisexual, etc. The list goes on. And the fact of the matter is, I love these people as people. I love my, you know, freaking, I love people who are Democrats as people. I love people who are Republicans as people. Their views their that none of that stuff matters to me because it is the person that matters to me. I don't care about anybody's political affect uh, flick, uh, affiliation or nothing like that, and I learned a while ago that it doesn't do any good to argue with somebody, and the fact is, like I'll give you an example of Democrat versus Republican stuff. these issues. Without a doubt, from a free-thinking perspective, the issues don't have to be handled on one extreme or the other. There has to be a middle ground. And there needs to be, and yes, I'm aware that there's other parties, but there needs to be other parties that are represented in our country so we can have tiebreakers where we're not creating these extreme lefts and extreme rights. That's the facts, you know, and like the whole third party thing. If third parties actually mattered, I'm going to say this right now, if third parties mattered at all, they would be included in the debates, but they're not. You ever thought about why? It's because the choice that you have is an illusion. You have, you know, the choice between one corrupt side and the other, one side that's lobbying billions and the other side that's lobbying billions of dollars. That's all it really is it's not the choice you have is an illusion 100% and doubting this is just absolutely silly because it's obvious it's obvious to anybody who's free thinking that these issues are being presented to us in a way to get us at each other's throats and reading a book like you know how to win friends and influence people is A way it'll teach you not only how to talk to people properly, how to talk to your kids properly, how to show kindness and respect to people, but it teaches you how to avoid arguments. And if you are going to argue with somebody about, you know, hey, about your viewpoint, if somebody's, you know, blatantly wrong, there's a way to go about it. Like, for example, saying something like, I may be wrong here, but let's analyze the facts. It's a quote directly from that book. Um, Stuff like that, that can change an entire outlook of an argument, 100%. And, you know, I'll admit, I've I've definitely argued with people in the past about nonsense. I've definitely felt a feeling of superiority as I prove my point and shove it down people's throats. But again, when we're dealing with subjects like worldview, how people view the world, like history is a good example of this. We've been taught one way of history. And as soon as some of these, you know, new facts or big thinkers come out and say, no, the, the truth is much deeper than this. People get really defensive, like, nope, that can't be true. You know, like the idea of the spherical versus flat earth now is a really hot debated issue, which is to me ridiculous. But You know, I can't, as a free-thinking person, I'm not going to shoot down anything. However, I will say again, as I've said before, the idea that the Earth is flat is silly to me. 100% ridiculous. And yes, I've never seen, I've never been to space. I've never seen the Earth as a sphere. 100%. However, but I do know that I can go up to Alaska and pretty much dang near walk over to Russia and then continue all the way through Russia into Europe and Asia and all that stuff. And continue on that way. And eventually, I'm going to get back to the United States. Now, how could that be possible <laughs> if the Earth was flat? It's not. It's just the facts, okay? Our seasons wouldn't be what they are. There's, just, there's, a, there's such a laundry list of facts that would have to be wrong for me. And then that's why I can't believe that. And a lot of people quote, you know, they quote the Bible on this subject and it's fine. You know, like you are entitled to your worldview point of view on this. Everybody is, you know, it's just one of those things that I personally don't believe, you know, and I may be wrong. There you go. It's as simple as that. I may be wrong, but the facts, are this, (laughs) you know, I may be wrong about history, but the facts are this, that we have. And these are types of things that I like to talk about. I love to debate it, but you know, learning new ways to debate with people and to where you come off agreeable instead of disagreeable is the way. And I think again, when we're dealing with subjects that affect people's worldview, especially in today's age, like we need to try to come at this from a sense of respect because we're not going to solve anything. We're not going to figure out a way to go forward as a society until we can actually agree and talk civilly. Like, And the fact is, to me, it's obvious that these issues are being used against us. And what, these, what does it even mean when somebody says that? Like, who's really controlling us? The wealthy business interests, the corporations are running the world. The the private banking organizations, the people with the freaking money, not the government that you think you have the choice to elect because it's obvious that something is going on, okay? We have example after example after example of corruption at every single level of government all around the world, and blatantly it's out in the open, and people still don't seem to believe it, still don't seem to notice, still don't seem to want to do anything about it. And it's crazy. Like, oh no, that couldn't possibly be true. We have literally, you know, evidence after evidence after evidence, you know, the current sitting president, there's all kinds of evidence of corruption, yet we're true too busy as a society trying to go after somebody who's not even president anymore. And again, I'm not a political guy, but like, To me, that seems like a huge waste of resources. And it also seems like they're just trying to get the dude not to run again, which is probably true. But in any case, we're back to the whole worldview idea. So remember that when you are arguing with somebody about issues like LGBTQ or history or religion, you are arguing with somebody's worldview. That's the key. That's why people get so defensive. It's because that's how they view the world. And that is not a simple argument. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Even if you think you're right, even if you are right, ultimately, you're not going to change somebody's worldview. (laughs) No. Somebody's worldview can only be changed by them. That's it. No one else can change how you view the world but you. I tend to keep For myself, a very, very open-minded worldview, because I know, as I've learned, as I've gone down this path of seeking knowledge, that the world is not at all what it seems to be. Not at all. If, if even a tiny sliver of the information that I've taken in over the last few years is correct, that means just about everything we've learned about our history, about us, about human civilization, about space, about all this stuff is wrong. And the fact is, you know science is slowly but surely catching up. All these different free-thinking individuals are doing independent studies and coming up with, you know, stuff that proves these points. And you have to take the time and seek this knowledge for yourself in order to see it. And part of that is facing yourself and changing your worldview, being open and malleable to a different set of perspectives. That's it. That's what you got to do. I hope everybody has a wonderful day today. This is about all the time I got because I unfortunately have to go to work. But many, many blessings. And by all means, go forward in love and light. Have a great day. This is Reflections. Later.